Hello, welcome to the Be You Bravely podcast. You are very, very welcome. And in today's episode, I'm going to be taking a look at the difference between self-centered versus soul-centered. In my experience, the word self-centered has always been used very much as a put down or a criticism towards people, in particular, those whose actions seem to be very selfish or egotistical or even narcissistic. And there's quite a few phrases around that. Um, A particular favorite of mine is if that person was chocolate, they'd eat themselves. But of late, I have been taking a fresh look at at this phrase in particular and wondering if maybe it's actually pointing to something different, if it's an expression of something else. And something that has come up for me is how sometimes we can get so lost in our own thoughts that all of our attention is focused inwards towards the self. And I guess what I'm seeing is that Because we can get so captivated by the thoughts in our mind that it can be difficult sometimes to see anything else that's going on around us. And because we live in a thought created world, it means that we are fully immersed in living the experience of our thoughts. And in this state of mind, Um, which is often a full, busy and noisy mind, we can very quickly become disconnected from the people around us, which gives the impression that we are self-centred. And sometimes self-centred is used to, to describe people who appear to be on a path of a great life, you know, they're, they're only thinking about themselves and their sole purpose is making sure that they are happy and that they don't care about anybody else. But it really doesn't look like that to me anymore. Because living in our head can have some pretty unpleasant knock-on effects, mostly because we generally only get lost in our thoughts when they are shitty thoughts. I mean, it's very hard to get lost in a settled and quiet mind. And of course, then all of our responses to external experiences are going to be very led by those self-centered thoughts that we are so captivated by. So common questions we might ask ourselves would be, well, how does this affect me? And what does this mean about me? And why did that person say that? And I need to defend myself. And when we are self-centered, it's it's a lot easier to be annoyed or hurt or offended by others because we are we're living in our personal thoughts and they begin to look more real and true to us. And when someone doesn't have the same personal thoughts that affirm and match ours, it becomes difficult to accept that. It feels like our head is broken. You know, so we kind of get lost in trying to figure out why somebody else doesn't think the same way that we do or in trying to control and 
change their minds and convince them that they need to share the same thinking that we have so that it can make us feel better. So I guess my current perception of what self-centered looks like is a head full of thoughts that look very solid and real and struggling to live in a world where the pieces are constantly moving and out of everybody's control and the frustration of trying to control said pieces so that they match those very solid looking real thoughts. Life can start to look a little bit like that game called whack-a-mole. On the flip side of this, a more soul-centered approach to life seems to me to be something that's much more in line with our true nature. So if self-centered in us as humans means that we're going against the grain and feeling the worse for the process, then soul-centered is going with the flow of our design and feeling the ease and peace that comes with that. And another way of looking at self-centered versus soul-centered would be a busy, unsettled mind versus a calm and settled mind. So depending on which side of that scale we are showing up from, it is going to reflect in how we experience our life. In a more settled mind, um, we're more open. There's more space for fresh thinking around our life experience. Space to allow new thoughts to come in and give us a fresh perspective on life as it's showing up for us. So thinking that seems very real to us, very solid when we are in a self-centered state of mind, will always benefit from the perspective of fresh thought, new thoughts. And what what fresh thinking does is it changes the appearance of thoughts that seemed very real to us. You know, um, and when we start to see thoughts changing shape, thoughts that seemed so real to us, and you start to see them shift, they don't look as solid anymore. And once we kind of deepen our understanding around the nature of thought and how thoughts are shaped and how we get to change the shape of them, they tend to have less of a hold over us. And by allowing that that space for for fresh and new thought to come in, all of those old thoughts, they just start to dissolve and, and melt away. And when we're in that more soul centered state of mind, we tend not to get as lost in our personal thinking quite as easily. Which I guess gives us the wherewithal to to live from a place of more compassion, to be more loving, um, to be less critical of ourselves and of others. And not because we feel we should, because, you know, people told us that's what we should we should do, because it just makes sense to us, because it just makes sense to show up from 
that kinder place. And it makes sense because we are more grounded in our soul-centered place. We are coming from a quieter, more settled mind where our thinking is less contaminated by all of our our personal thoughts and our personal beliefs. So it's just easier and, and it makes us feel better because we're coming from the heart, we're coming from the soul as we were designed to do. And when we are in that state, we're at peace because we are as we should be. So a question that you could maybe reflect on or get curious around today is if your thoughts looked less real or scary to you, how would that change your experience of life? Thank you for listening. Until next time, be safe and be well.